Today's Mesilat Yesharim is Lefua Shalema Levana Bat Vivian Chaya. Bezat Hashem, Shashahav Yeshuaot Bekarov. Now, we've been talking over here in chapter 19, Parakutes, Bebir Chilke Achasidus, Sil Sisharim, was talking about one of the parts of Chasidus is to be very vigilant when it comes to Ben Adam Lachaver. The next step is the Mesilai Sharim is going to go on a tangent, long uh, journey here, bringing many Gemarot of great Tzadikim that lived long, He'erichu Yamim, that had long life, and they attributed it to different things. The Talmidim asked them, why did you live long? Well, you zeichet to longevity. And they explained different things that they did, and the Masil Zashar is going to show you that the different things that they did were chasidus. So we're going to see that the midah, connected midah of chasidus is to live long. Chofetz Chaim said that is not every healthy person lives long, and not every sick person dies young. Sick and healthy is one cheshbon. Long life and short life is a different cheshbon. They have nothing to do with each other. Two different things. And we see that living long, a long life, is a midah, connected midah of chasidut. We're going to have to go into that and understand that. What's the midah, connected midah? Then after the Messiah Hashem does that, he goes back. Again, and starts to stress how important is vehine gemilut chasadim hu ikar gadol hasid. He goes on and on with that. That means he wants you to get very, very clear that chasidus is not only a diktuk in the midst of Ben Adam Chaver. So today I just want to read a paragraph that I saw in Rabdan Segel. It's at the end of when the Masil Sasharim finishes speaking about why Ben Adam Lechaver is so important and how great it is and how worth it it is and how important it is. So I just want to read that today and then we'll go back, Billy Nedder on Sunday, into the where we're up to. So he says like this, When we finish this whole pages of Masil Sishon, we learn, Shehasidut lav dafka it's not only being above and beyond the letter of the law when it comes to mitzvahs between man and Hashem. And then he goes and he says, which Pasha talks about the giving of the Torah? Pasha Yitzchak. What's immediately after Parasha Yitro? Mishpati. L'choyro, ha'yinu choyshun shacharim matan Torah shebo paskam zuha matan. Matan Torah was such an uplifting experience that the Yitzchak no longer was part of their reality. They became the level of Adam Halishon before the sin. Every single person in Klai Yisrael became a prophet. 
and they experienced high level of prophecy of the fact that Hashem spoke to them face to face. He should have been talking to them about high level things. Things that are very mundane. This is a very big insight. As you listen to this insight, it's very important insight. Knowing a person's greatness and what we really measure greatness with is your daily behavior, your daily routine, you deal with your friends, you deal with your family, you deal with your workers, your co-workers, your, your, your boss, people in the shul. It's living life with people really is the barometer by which to measure a person's greatness. How you behave in regarding to your midot. How you deal with other people's money. This, all the Madrigas Gavoyas are carried in this. Okay? If you don't have a strong foundation, a person will fall. The thing that holds up the ladder of Madregas of Ruchlias and Shir Koimas Adam is that Dafka and Yonim Shaben Adam Lechavayra. Ktsat Yosha, being more straight with people. Ezra Lezulosai, helping someone. Midas Toivais Vatova. And he brings a Gemara, unbelievable Gemara. Famous Gemara, but I'll show you how he explains it. Odom Nikar. How do you know a person? Bekosoy with his cup. Bekisoy with his wallet. Or Bekasoy when he's upset. You can see a person who's a bucky and called Inyonim Gedoylem And he has a moon and he has betochen and all that kind of stuff. But that doesn't really reveal the reality of the Madregas HaOdom. What does? Bekoisa. So simply you understand Bekoisa means when a person gets drunk, what comes out of his mouth, how he behaves. But Rabdan says Bekoisa means Ech It's referring to all his food. Kois refers to his gashmias, his materialistic pursuits. If he's very into materialism, and he's very into his food, and his drink, that says something about the person. Bekisoy. What does it mean, bekisoy? So simply we see, we say that when a person, uh, somebody messed him over in money, if he flips, you know, stuff like that. He explains a little different. Bekisoy means bekoyach anesina shaloylachem. His generosity. If a person is generous, 
you see something special about it. The kaisai doesn't only mean anger. Kaisai means bebidas. All his character trait. The kpeda, does he get upset at people and have tainas on people? The gaiva, etc. Ze'ikir adam. It says the unbelievable Yisai, which we say over many times, I've seen from other Balai Musa. We say in the morning, Le'olam yehe adam yere shamayim baseter ubegalui. Some have a different gear, Ashkenaz, I think, say, baseter, they say baseter ubegalui, or you say baseter kibegalui. Different gear, Sa'ot. Baseter ubegalui, baseter kibegalui. But that we'll talk about a different time. We once gave a share about it when we were teaching Davin. But <clears throat> the two Gersoyas and what the Goyim says about it. But right now, we want to be medayik this point. Le'olam yeh adam. First, you have to be a manch. Afterwards, yeh So once I gave a class on chinuch, and I explained to the myself, of course, and the other parents that were in the room. Le'olam ya adam means you have to train your children first to be adam. To make sure your children are healthy people. Emotionally, mentally, spiritually, people. Midas. Afterwards, yereshamayim. So sometimes people like to skip the step of le'olam ya adam. And they put a lot of emphasis on making sure their kids... Learning, you have to know, if you're Adam, you have a strong foundation. You have, a, then you can build a building of your Shemayim. But if you don't have a foundation, then you can't build a building. Right? What's Adam? Midot, Yosher, Ubenodim Lechavim. So step number one of what Don Segel is trying to teach us here is that you cannot build a building of Hasidus, of greatness in Avodah Hashem, greatness in knowledge of Torah, greatness in Yerushalayim, greatness in Avas Hashem, if you don't have a solid grounding, constant solid grounding in Midot in Yadam, and he says, if you want to truly assess the value of a human being, you have to look at his kisoi, kasoi, vekoisoi. You have to see if he's into materialism. Anybody's into materialism has doesn't have good midas, as much as they can think not that way. That's a shmuz. Materialistic makes letaiva yevakesh nifrat. Anybody who's into taiva, materialism, is yevakesh nifrat. Creates pirud. You know what pirud is? The opposite of achdus. So if you don't have achdus and you have pirud, you don't have good midas. Even though sometimes a lot of these people that are materialistic look like nice guys. 
and they probably have a niceness to them too. But at the end of the day, ultimately, Yivakesh Nifrach. And then you have to look at his generosity. And you have to look at his midas. He's paid in his guy. Okay? Now, now he says a deeper point. You ready for a deeper point? Bi'ur haddavar, the primis, she'ikr madregas ha'odom, the main um, beauty of a person or the main mile of a person is in a place where he can be the lowest and he still chooses to be high. Okay? From the part of himself that could be low, he lifts himself high. That's true growth. He brings a Gemara on the bottom to bring out this one. Okay? Gemara in Brocha says, what is considered a person who's Tzanua, who has the mile of Tzniz, says, if he's Tzanua, the base Hakise. Ain't Kirin Tzanua, Elamisha Tzanua, the base Hakise. Mavur b'gemara she'i efshar l'krot tzanua ela l'mishel tzanua b'beta kiseh. The chayri yeshlavin doesn't make sense. Hanicha im hayu oimim shetzanua zem b'shet tzanua bechol makom vegam b'beisa kiseh. Fine. Omnam zechidush. Aval yesh b'zehavona. Shatznis nederes l'fian hagatznis bechol makom vegam b'beisa kiseh l'snag misuyam shatznis. Then this rack of If you want to know if a person truly has the meat of snees, truly has it, then you check in the Besakise. Why? So it says the mukum that the person could be a shuffle. And over there is Sanua. That shows that snees is part of his essence. So the way I'm understanding is like this. When a person behaves with sneers outside of Beis HaKisei, it's possible that that sneers, there's other chashboinus behind it. It's not necessarily coming from real sneers. But where would you see sneers? You see sneers in a place where you can get away with not being tzanua. It's the Beis HaKisei. And over there, the person Sanua, that shows that it's deep and it's real. Okay? I'm gonna give you like another idea. We see that Chaim Vital, I, I didn't, I don't remember if I saw it inside or I saw it brought down, it was years ago. But it's a very deep point that Chaim Vital says that person could be a massive Balchesed, do tremendous good things, be nice to people, good to people. But if at home, with his wife and kids, he's noyeg bachzariz, then he won't get any schah for any of his chesed outside of home. Okay? So let's try to understand that. Because if it's Reb Chaim Vital, it has to be deep, you know. Simply you say, if a person's a achzer at home, so then he's a achzer. 
And then what he's doing outside is a faker, you know? So that only Rav Chaim Vital for that. Okay? Just that only Rav Chaim Vital. It doesn't mean a achzer that the guy's mamish, uh, who knows what low life, you know? That he's a tyrant in his house. Doesn't mean that. It means the marshal, if let's say you went to work or yeshiva or koilu, whatever it may be, right? And now you come home to your house and of course you stop at the door, there's a mailbox. Okay? And you pick up your mail and you walk into your house and you're looking at the bills, the checks, the stucco letters, I don't know what, right? You're looking at your mail and your wife is there and you maybe give a quick glance towards your wife and say hello and then back to the mail, right? So, what is that? That's achzarius. Why is that achzarius? Because you were away for six hours from the house. And your wife was waiting for you to come home to see you and to talk to you. Because you're such a tamachacham, you don't answer your phone during Seder. And she has so many things to tell you, important things. And she was also thinking about you the whole day because she went to go shopping to make supper for you and all these things, right? So, if you're waiting for somebody so long, you obviously like that person, you're interested in that person, you're thinking about that person, right? So you would expect that the the other one is also interested in you, you know? But then when you come into the house and you're looking at the mail, that means you're not so excited to come home and see your wife and talk to her. So now you're looking at the mail. So in the avla itself doesn't look like such a big avla. Looking at the mail, big deal. It's a big deal. But in reality, it's a hurtful thing to do. You understand? So that means not that you're like a spitzfaker outside when you do chesed. It's not a spitzfaker. But you didn't coin it a mile of being a Balchesed. Because a Balchesed has to truly understand the needs of people around them. And the place where you don't have to be a Balchesed at all, it's your house. You can get away with whatever you want. In that place where you can be a Shofa, where you don't have to be a Balmadrega in Chesed, it's okay. No one's expecting different. You don't have any embarrassment. You don't have any ulterior motives, right? The place, like the Beis Akisei, like the Beis Akisei Fitzniyas, the house for Chesed. So then, if you're not, then you didn't have the Mila. The Mila of Chesed has to be Bebnei Beisai. It's a very deep point. I once heard from a Manal of mine, story, where he said that there was a guy who was very, very uh, punctual fellow, never missed Minyan, was always from the Asar Roshonim, right? From the Minyan. Big Davener, 
And one day he came into shul, he came like by alenu, you know. So for some people when they come alenu, you don't raise an eyebrow. But for some people when they come alenu, you're like, whoa, what happened here? Right? So his friends were kind of looking at him, like, what happened? So he told them after davening, he says, I want to tell you a crazy story. I got up like I get up every day. And I had my tefillin in my hand and ready to go daven. And then I came into a situation of a person who was starving, had nothing to eat, no one to take care of that person. And it's a mitzvah, and it's an unbelievable mitzvah to be able to feed the hunger, hungry. So I had to do the mitzvah. And Mamela, I became late to, uh, to davening, right? So the people were like, wow, in the America, United States of America, to find someone who doesn't have what to eat? And Mami Shabbat HaMitzvah! Ah, to feed the starving! So he said, they were like, the spoil, he said, God, it was my kid. My kid woke up, hungry, my wife was sleeping, the kid needed to eat, needed a bottle, so, mitzvah, right? Now let's think about that. Simply by yourself, you look at your children as like responsibilities. Not about chesed. So what do you do? You say, I am responsible to go to shacharit. My wife's sleeping, I wake her up. and <laughs> feed the kid, I gotta go. Right? Whose responsibility is it? Let her be her responsibility. Right? But if you have a different idea that your household is the place where you have to grow. The place where your meters have to develop in a place where you don't have to develop your meters. You can get away with that. So you you don't see that as a place of where the meters of the autumn comes in. Then you can be a nice guy outside. Why? Not because you're a faker person, because you think over here... This is where chesed begins. This is the whole chaloyis. No, the chesed is inside the house is where the chesed is. You follow? That's a very deep point. To have chesed with your children. To have noise of all with their problems. To be, to be a listening ear to your wife. It takes a lot of midas toivis to do that. You know? Because it says, Daigabalevish, Yasichena, a person who has daigas in their heart, to relieve the pain, yasichena, yasichena la'acherem, they should say it over, right? They need a listening ear, takes out the daigas, right? Now what we refer to as daigas and what they refer to as daigas may be two different things, you know? So to be able to hear someone's daigas in your world, it's not such a daigas, that's midas. That's real midas. I mean, this is in the house, you know. That's a deep thing. I mean, this are in the house, in the people around you, in the people that are close to you, that you can get away with stuff. That's where midas are. And it's always in the small things that shows what's authentic, what's genuine, what's real. I remember my Rosh Hashiva, my Hershkowitz, was talking about Rebaran's COVID Hatoira. And he was saying things that seemed to be small things. Like, for example, if he ever saw 
a sidur on top of a chumash. He would take the chumash out and put it on top of the sidur. If he sees a book, you know, sometimes the book is like uh, in the bookshelf, it fell over, pick him up, different things, right? So I was wondering why he was saying all these small things. Why doesn't he say the Rabbanan, you know, the Messias Nefesh were building Torah in America? And then in the middle of the speech, he explained himself. He says, when you see big, big meisim, they can be stirred by feeling of need, situations, you need to be meisim nefesh, there's big alarms going off. But it doesn't show that your authentic and genuine Kavarat Torah running through your veins. Where do you see that? If when no one's looking, and it's a small thing, and the guy just can't be civil that a safer is on its face instead of on its back. That shows that all the covenant is real, even the big stuff too. But you have to look in the small places, the places that nobody notices. That's where it is. So that's what Rabdan is saying. Rabdan is saying that you want all big madragas, big madragas, you know. But where do we see a person who's be'etzim about madriga? If he's in ben adam l'makom, he's in the shul, he's in the base knesses, he's in front of a gemara, everybody knows they have to be about madriga at that time. But in his daily life, be'kisoy, be'kaisoy, be'koisoy, who thinks about madrigas? That's life. But if you see madrigas in kisoy, kaisoy, be'koisoy, and the person is really about Madriga. That's his taich. And when he's saying why the Messiah Sisharim is saying it's impossible to talk about Hasidus and Ben Adam Lamakum if there's no Hasidus and Ben Adam Lachaver. Because the Maimed Asulam, the place where it's Chal, where you see that a person is authentic and genuine about Madriga, that's how he deals with people. That's how he deals with his materialistic life. In the places where you don't think about Ruchnias. In the place you don't think about Ruchnis, this Ruchnis, that's a true Baal Madrega. That's the Amkis of what he's saying over there. Okay, stop there.